And now, National Post columnist, journalist, and award-winning author, Christy Blatchford. Well, I think it's the right decision. You can't have it both ways. Brought to you by Aaron Weitzman and Associates. Questions about your long-term disability claim? Call Aaron at 416-661-4878. And just for the record, I don't want him to ever drive a dump truck again. I'm, I'm okay with that part of it yep. as well. Ryan Doyle, Gord Martineau with you. And could I also just yeah. say that I think the economic impact is, is more widespread than just the structure itself to the bridge itself. What about all the people who were inconvenienced? That's Caribbean Carnival weekend. How many people turned around and went back to Buffalo or Cleveland or wherever they were coming in from? How, and, and that money was denied to the city of Toronto in terms of its revenue. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to spin this in terms of the economic value. Christy Blatchford is here from the National Post. Christy, we're talking about this truck driver. He's been sentenced today, a year in jail, for driving his dump truck with the raised bed into the superstructure of the Burlington Skyway Bridge. Sentence uh, of a year. Is it is it too light? Is it is it too harsh? Is it just perhaps right? Well, I guess in the circumstances, it's probably close to being right. I mean, uh, the court threw out the uh, evidence on him being twice the legal limit uh, for alcohol uh, because, I, and I'm with Gord on this one, uh, you know, how is it necessarily a violation of your charter rights to not have the breath test within the first five minutes and as opposed to getting it three hours later? I don't know. It would seem to work to your own advantage, actually. Of course it would. It cut him a break. So uh, I'd like to go back and revisit that decision, which I haven't had a chance to read. So, uh, But in in the circumstances that you know, they couldn't use that because it had been tossed, uh, the charge had been tossed because of a charter breach. Um, this is probably reasonable. I mean, if it, if he had been sober and he just made a mistake, I would think it is very harsh to send somebody to jail for a year for having made a mistake, albeit a really stupid one, because I am a maker of very stupid mistakes, so I always <laughs> identify with those who make them. Um, but in the because he was drinking and driving and we just have to pretend he wasn't, uh, it, it makes the whole process a bit of a joke, doesn't it? Well, I guess that's the part of the balance I was trying to you know, insert into the conversation in that, yeah, we have to pretend the drinking and driving part of this didn't happen. I like it or lump it. I mean, that is part of the way well, the you, rules but are But you written. said earlier we can't unsee that or unknow it. So it's, it's an overriding factor. Well, that's why they're, they're judges and we're not, because judges, of course, are immune to all this, and they can unsee things. It's fantastic. What a gift. Yeah, amazing. Let's talk about unseeing the Olympics, if you're a Russian. Mm. Uh, the Canadian anti-doping leaders drafted a letter officially calling for Russia to be banned from the Rio Olympics. Uh, this report that was written, and it's an interesting one by Richard McLaren, uh, basically says everything that we've known all along. The Russians were cheating. And it wasn't just the track program. This was vast. It was widespread. And it's been happening for the last five years. Yeah, and it's state-run and state-sanctioned and state-approved. It had the the official seal of approval from Putin at all. I mean, that's basically what it boils down to. So I, I don't think, I don't see any way that the IOC can't kick all the Russian athletes out. But if any group of people can turn themselves inside out to find a way not to do it, it is this group. Yeah, it's just, it's it, it, like, what credibility? I mean, the Rio Olympics themselves have already taken a public relations hit from every side that they could possibly mm -hmm. imagine. You've got athletes dropping out left, right, and center. Oh, just golfers, really, and a basketball player or two. And, and <laughs> Come a, on, they're and not a even leading sports. tennis player, I might add. Yeah, oh, Eddie and Murray a leading out today. tennis player, yeah. Yes. Number seven in the world. 
but uh, I mean, still, uh, those are professional sports which are recently or for a long time in the Olympics. The Olympics, most of the sports are not. I mean, who who knows about the heptathlon except other heptathletes? Who knows about the decathlon except decathletes? Who who really? You know, who goes to Greco-Roman wrestling, except me. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, I. those are the real Olympic sports. Are people going to be as enthusiastic about watching the games? Are sponsors going to be as enthusiastic about sponsoring airtime uh, for the Olympic Games when all this crap is going on? And we've known that there's widespread cheating been going on. Uh, well, the we world now and, know, yeah. yes. Well, I mean, but, you know, Dick Pound has said it for a oh, number yeah, of yeah, years now. And he's absolutely right. Yeah. And he's always been right on, on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... I agree with you, uh, but it, you know, for the IOC, which is a notoriously morally flexible organization, yeah. shall we say, it will come Cash down. Cash sensitive, yeah. Yes, and it'll come down to uh, you know a really pragmatic weighing of how much it will cost them if they do kick them out, Russians. I mean, versus how much it will cost them in terms of reputation and prestige if they let them compete. So uh, I, you know, one shudders to think. Maybe maybe we could just go the other way and add moral flexibility into the gymnastics program. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Just <laughs> give them some gold medals on that. Uh, the first Canadian arrested under the anti-terrorism laws put in place following the September 11th attacks back in 2001. He's actually been scheduled for a hearing next month to decide if he's ready for day parole. He's ready for dating, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that as well. What are your thoughts on this? I wouldn't date him, not that he'd date me, but, uh, you know, uh, oh, my God. Well, he was a serious dude. Uh, I mean, he was he made something called the Digimonster, I think, which was a detonator, which he thought was going to be used uh, by people against NATO soldiers, uh, you know, Western soldiers. He was quite happy with that. Uh, he seems to have now convinced himself that he was merely making, mm. you know, a moral sort of statement on the, the rightness of the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, etc. Uh, so it was going to be okay to, to, to blow up and kill soldiers from those countries, including Canada. Uh, Is this going to be another case, Christy, do you think, of a guy not being watched after having done some time and then show up later when there's been some sort of terrorist activity, as has been the case in France? Um, well, in our country, the RCMP and CSIS have been pretty good about this they they seem to we've either been lucky or they've been lucky or they've kept a pretty good eye on it they're pretty proactive um i don't think he's going to get parole he judging by his profile on the dating site um he doesn't uh, accept responsibility for having been a terrorist he's certainly as somebody quoted in that story by my colleague Stu bell said uh, he's certainly not a reformed terrorist he doesn't admit that he was a terrorist so you don't generally make a lot of points with parole boards when you're still denying fundamentally your guilt. I just can't believe we're talking about a terrorist in a dating site. I know, and he's looking for a nice miss. In the same sentence, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's grand. It's a grand world. all kinds. Christy Blatchford, thank you so much. Thank you. Nice Uh, talking to you, Gord. Thank you. Christy Blatchard, of course, brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. When your long-term disability claim has been denied, email awaxman at awaxmanlaw.ca. 